Being a teacher is one of the hardest and most rewarding professions there is. We love our jobs, and we are here to share all of the tips, tricks, and ideas that we've loved and hated during our teaching careers. So with that in mind, let's jump right into this week's episode of The Millennial Teacher. You say that like it's a bad thing. Hi, guys. Welcome back um, to The Millennial Teacher. We are excited to have our fourth episode today, and we are going to be talking to one of our friends from high school. Her name is Crochet Powell, and she is a first-year teacher that had a really successful year. She was... um, talked a lot about by her district and put in newsletters and on social media. And so we are just super proud of her and we want to get all of her tips and tricks on how she made her first year so successful. So we are going to be chatting with her today. Hi, Crochet. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Good. Well, we're so excited that you are joining us today and we're excited to chat with you and um, just learn what you loved about your first year and um, things that you want to change for next year and stuff like that. Um, So I guess I'll just start. Um, How was your first year? Like, did you enjoy it or was it rough? I know we had COVID and all that stuff. I could not imagine doing that my first year. So I'm sure it was pretty tough. Yeah, um, actually, I loved it. Um, Obviously, yeah, COVID sucked. Um, But I loved it, and I feel like at the end of the year, I wasn't as burnt out as, you know, some other teachers and first-year teachers. Um, There definitely was, like, challenging moments. I think the main thing was, like, getting interrupted. Oh, yeah, (laughs) for sure. Interruptions, Um, but that is in, like, trying to get everything done. Um, There's, like, no time for anything, but, like... But, like, I don't know, like, the year was so fun, and I love how, like, free we are to be in our classroom and, you know, do what we want to do for our kids. Yeah, that was a huge um, a huge difference, I think, between, like, student teaching and college versus, like, jumping in your first year. There's so much freedom to try and do fun things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, really, really fun. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed your year. That's definitely a bonus to enjoy your first year. (laughs) All righty. So moving right along, I know that you did ready set teach in high school. So you were kind of used to the teaching setting and you did it in college. Um, but was teaching all that you had ever imagined? Um, yes. And more. Um, yeah. Um, I just, um, I love how flexible like my admin is y'all like I was able to do so like I said so much fun stuff with my kids and um learn them we had fun like that's the main thing we had fun um I think like in college we're so focused on like getting the lesson plans like perfect mm. uh, that we don't stop and think we're trying to make this fun for our kids so Yes, and more. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really good point. And you, I saw, so Crochet has a TikTok. Um, I was Crochet, just about to say that. I was yeah. like, Crochet's TikTok. <laughs> what, is your, what is your TikTok so people can follow you? It's simply Crochet. Okay, spell your name for them so they have that. Okay, so simply and then Crochet, C-H-R-I-S-H-A-E. Perfect. So you did, you documented kind of your year on TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. And you did really cool things like um, you had the fire department come in, didn't you? Yes. How yes. did you, how did you organize all that? 
Um, so I saw like one of the pre-K uh, classes did it at my school and then we were having community workers week learning about community workers. So I emailed um, the fire department and they came um, and they showed the kiddos all the equipment that they used. They gave them like souvenirs. Um, and then like the next day, one of the kids was like, can you call the police department? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> um, so I emailed the police chief and they came down like two days later. And they, like, showed all the equipment and um, just talked to the kiddos about, um, you know, their careers when they grow up and stuff like that. That's super cool. I think those are things that um, that teachers don't think about taking the initiative to do that and, like, just email yourself. Like, I think a lot of times we sit back and wait for um, someone above us to like schedule fun things like that. And then nothing ever gets done. And then we sit back and complain about how we never get to do anything fun, but we don't actually take the initiative to, to make the phone call or send the email. So that's, that's really awesome. I'm glad you did that. I I need to do that. I know. I must say I'm guilty of that. (laughs) Yeah, me too, for sure. That's so fun. Um, I guess let's talk a little bit more about your TikTok. So you also do, um, like your kids, film like dances which is so fun um what other stuff I'm trying to think of the other stuff that I've seen I I follow it all the time I watch them all the time yeah we do dances um challenges and then like um really like I think like most people like it um when I have like the calling when I say you in my business and they're like don't do that (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that's how I get their attention. And the chicken wing, chicken wing. I heard you said that on one of your yes. uh, yeah. podcasts. But they love it. Even though they don't know all of the words. But <laughs> yeah. It's hard to teach little kids. I try to teach my kids that at the end of the year. And they like just wanted to sing it. But they truly didn't know like all of the yes. words. It was kind of funny. <laughs> also, we totally did not say that Crochet teaches first grade. Yes. <laughs> first grade. Yes, yes, yes. So we are in our, our same good company, our, our lower babies. Um yeah. So, okay, so I will move on. So how, I know, like, behavior is um, something that just happens, and it's just something we have to work through. So how did you handle, did you have any really hard behavior issues, or how did you handle that when you did? Yes, um, I had two students who were the most challenging. Um, One of them has oppositional defiance disorder in ADHD, um, and then the other one was autistic. Um, So it was challenging, but honestly, the way that I got through them was staying consistent um, and firm. And I held the same expectations for them um, that I held for the other students, you know, with an exception of any accommodations that they needed. Right. Uh, But like, especially the student with oppositional defiance disorder, like his mom, um, I think in school year, she gave me so many gifts because she said that he hated school. Um, and then now he loved coming to school. So she like showered me with a, with a bunch of gifts. And I was trying to tell her, like, honestly, it's not me. That's him. You know, Mm -hmm. he's the one who put in the work. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's so easy for us to, experience really hard behavior kids and then just push them off to the office or decide that we're going to give them like mediocre work because it's easy for them and they can't do anything hard. And those things are so not true about our kids. They truly know. They know whenever you put in the effort and you care enough Mm -hmm. to put in the effort, even when they kind of give you a run for your money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. So something a little bit lighter, lighter topic. <laughs> what was one of the favorite items that you bought at the beginning of the year and you used every single day that you suggest another first year teacher should have? So I couldn't figure out anything, but I can say it wasn't something that I bought, but something that I printed off. Uh-huh. Um, so at the beginning of the year, one of my, my mentor teacher actually recommended I do this. Um, I printed off like a fourth sheet of my class list and I did like a bunch of them, a stack of them. Um, and I use that list for everything. Um, I mean, if I'm writing down scores for something or if like I need to see who all has their permission slips. Literally, I can just take a piece of one of the lists, title it, and then use that. And I use that all school year long. That's a super good idea. That is so smart. I always did that, and I never left spaces. Just something that I realized is that I never left spaces for new kids. (laughs) So I was always having to reprint them. But this past year, I did learn to leave empty spaces for new kids. (laughs) I, I think somebody told me one time to do something like that for, like, monitoring notes. But I printed it on one big sheet of paper. I really like the idea of doing a fourth, like, a fourth page so it like fits like there's multiple in there yeah I love that idea yeah I also I have them binder clipped um on like the stack and it's near my desk like on the wall so okay I'll just grab one you know they're right there yeah Mm, super good idea I love hearing other people's ideas I know it makes me want to change everything I (laughs) I know I'm like okay gonna (laughs) gonna do that um okie dokie so you talked earlier about a parent who you made a really strong connection with. Um, I, we we both noticed um, just like how strong of a relationship you have have with your parents, and mm-hmm. I try so hard to build that relationship because truly, mm-hmm. if you do not have that relationship, you have nothing. Um, and yeah, so, yeah. how did you go about making those relationships strong? Like, what did you do to help build that? Because I think a lot of teachers struggle in this area. Right. Um, And this may work for some people and may not work for others. Um, I'm a really big picture person. I take pictures all the time. I, um, you know, record videos and different things like that. And throughout the school year, I send pictures of what we're doing um, to parents and not just like group pictures, but even individual pictures of that child. I mean, obviously not like once every week, but, you know, every now and then I'll send pictures of the kids in like groups of what we're doing in the classroom and um you know individually especially during COVID where the parents were like freaking out yeah Um, you know just to ease their minds I sent them pictures and videos of what their kids were doing in the class and I felt like you know and a lot of parents thanked me for that and they said that like I know one of my parents was like you know no teacher has ever done this for me my daughter's in fifth grade and I've never gotten this before thank you for you know letting me experience what they do at school. That's so cool. I, I try to do that. I could definitely be better about it. I think Mm -hmm. like our, it makes so much sense because parents, like, especially at this young age, their kids are like their whole lives. Mm -hmm. So they give them to us and uh, (laughs) we just kind of like, I think we forget how tied they are to their kids. And like we see their kid every day, but when we really work to include them in what we're doing and include them in our day, I do think it makes a huge difference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. I always sent pictures to my parents and like, they would literally text me back and just, 
or not whatever, message me back or whatever and say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like I am a picture person in general. I take thousands, I have like 20,000 pictures on my phone right now. But I just think, I think like what, whatever my kid is in kindergarten, like what am I going to want the teacher? Like Mm -hmm. what is the expectation that I'm setting? And like, what am I actually doing to like show that? So Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Alrighty. Last and hardest question. <laughs> what <laughs> advice do you have for first year teachers? Um, so the main, like the biggest advice that I have for first year teachers is to don't be afraid to ask questions. Like mm-hmm. this is your first time doing this. You've never done this before. So don't be afraid. Don't think you're, you know, you don't know what you're doing just because you're at asking or you know it's a dumb question girl ask mm-hmm. or guy <laughs> you know ask you won't know and then you'll just go through a school year just pretending that you know you know what I mean yeah um so just I mean ask like it's okay and then don't be afraid to express yourself like if you want to do something that's cute that you think your kids will like just do it mm-hmm. um even if you know others may roll their eyes or think you're overdoing it or whatever you know at the end of the day who do you come to school for like Ooh, you come to school right. for your co-workers or your kids <laughs> Preach. So. We're nodding our heads over I here. I know. That literally <laughs> happened to me so many times within the past couple of years. Just because I'm young, I feel like. And, like, mm-hmm. I always got people, teachers, veteran teachers, not hating at all. But they would come and be like, why are you doing this? Why are you spending yes. so much money and time? And, like, because their faces. Like, do you not yes. see their faces when they walk in the room and it's, like, transformed? I don't. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. I really think – um It just goes back to, like, I love what you said. Like, we're literally there for for the kids. It's like, it's not about us. It's not about me or, like, my time. Yes, it takes more time. I, like, it's fine. Um, It's not, it's not even about my money. Like, should we have to spend our money on that stuff? No, we shouldn't have to. But I don't really care. Like, I'll do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, that is... Truly, that's like the whole purpose for the name of the podcast. Like the reason why I call it that is because like millennial is such a like bad word to people and like young teachers that want to do a lot, I feel like get harped on so much by older teachers or even just teachers that, that don't agree with doing that. And I just don't like it. I'm like, why are we getting hate? Like (laughs) we're loving on our kids. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Well, um, this has been so great talking to you. Will you tell us, um, I know you shared your TikTok. Is your Instagram the same? Um, okay. So no, my, my Instagram is crochet teaches. Okay. So again, C H R I S H A E and then teaches T E A C H E S. Um, and then I have a YouTube channel, which mm. is simply crochet. And then my, um, TikTok is simply crochet. Perfect. I am yeah. I am a YouTube watcher, so your YouTube videos are fun to watch. I enjoy them. You listen to the podcast and we'll watch your YouTube videos. Yeah, girl, we support. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for talking to us. We're yeah, so excited awesome. for you to have your second year. I know you're going to do just as well, if not better, your second year. Yes, and thank you guys so much for having me. I love listening to the podcast. Oh, Yay. you're so sweet. We'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye. It was so nice chatting with her. It was. I love Crochet. Yeah, she's the best. Um, we are so glad that you listened today. 
Make sure that you go and follow Crochet on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok because her second year is about to start and it's going to be just as fun as the last she year. She is honestly TikTok famous. She has like 50,000 followers or something. She really is. She's crazy. So We're friends with a celebrity. Yeah, We basically are. We oh really my are. gosh. I we had that. a celebrity on our podcast. We do. <laughs> okay, so make sure you guys go and follow her. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye.